Welcome to Elevated Voices Podcast, where we value using our voice collectively to explore life challenges, including mental health, addiction, trauma, and ways to heal. With our voice, we empower, encourage, and transform lives. I'm your host, Daishika Bibbs, a certified trauma-focused therapist, licensed clinical social worker, and licensed certified addiction specialist. As we embark on this journey together, let's elevate our voice to echo the sound for the voiceless. We all have heard men don't cry or men shouldn't show emotions. Statements like this have robbed our men from being able to express themselves in healthy ways. Today, Boston Sam, the author of Poetic Word, and I discuss the importance of normalizing self-expression. Having a safe place for self-expression to occur some negative outcomes of not being able to use self-expression, and the benefits of having healthy ways to express oneself. Let's jump into the conversation. Thank you so much, Boston, for being here today. Thank you for having me. No, I am thankful for you being here. I know that you are very busy promoting your book. And so you taking time out of your busy schedule to be on the podcast is an honor. Boston, I have had the opportunity to actually read your book. While I was reading, I was like, man, I'm loving this. The other part of myself was saying, in our society, men are taught not to show emotions. But here it is. You wrote a whole book. What inspired you to use poetry as an art form to share your life experiences with the world? That was that was really my only choice because like growing up, like, you know, we were taught, yo, yo, emotions don't pay no bills, you know, and that's real heavy on dudes, you know. So it's like, I felt like that was the only thing I had to express that. And that's why I tell other people, find something, you know, nothing wrong with that. Find something to express yourself because as dude, we need to because we don't know how to read emotions. And that's why our relationship don't last because we don't know how to read, you know, when you, your body language emotions. And we don't know how to read when, when it's clear emotion. We don't know nothing. You know, we barely know how to read our own emotions. But, you know, doing a lot of work with myself, you know, I understand crying make you stronger. I understand feeling no emotion make you human and, and make you stronger. And, you know, just being able to find a good way to express yourself, you know, is always good. It does. I cannot count on my hands the number of times that I have heard a man say, man up. We don't got time for for that emotion. Stop being a female. And I was like, dude, you know, be, having emotions are a part of life. It's the way that we communicate. It's the way that we express ourselves. So literally we can't be living. We can't be present and not show any emotions that, I mean, come on now. It's hard not to. Yeah, it is. It is. And you know what? I have to even work on myself with that. Like I got nephews and stuff, you know, like when we, you know, when we growing up, be like, oh man, don't cry and all that. But one thing I tried, you know, we got to give, like, especially young men, a chance to express themselves. Like, even when they in trouble, okay, how do you feel? You know, especially my generation or our generation, if we make an effort now to at least just get them a time to express themselves, 
showed on. It'll make a big difference. It really would. I talked to a lot of my boys and we call each other and we give each other that chance to just vent. You know, whether you need to cry or whatever, we don't judge each other. We don't, it don't, you ain't weak for that. You know, it ain't about that. You know, like, we about a peace of mind. Right. And I agree with you. In our Black community, I know that expression, self-expression is one of the things that some of us do not learn growing up. But like you said, just being able to have a open space, whether it's with your boys, whether it's with one person, and just being able to, to vent and allow yourself to have that moment. And even if you have to see a therapist, talk to the therapist and do that versus reacting or using other methods to express your emotions. Right. The whole thing that emotions make you weak, don't make you a man and all that. We need to stop using that, especially in the black community. Like for real, we need to stop using that. We need to like, so our children and our young black men just healthy ways to express yourself, you know, and, and it's nothing wrong with going to get some therapy or anything like that, you know, and then, you know, as people, we need to just be, be available for people. You know, I'm not saying for everybody, but, you know, just maybe just one person, you know? Right. How did not being able to express your emotions growing up affect you as an adult? Oh, I was a very angry person. <laughs> I used to call myself the Hulk, the Incredible Hulk, because it just made me mad because I had to bottle everything up. I couldn't trust nobody. I didn't want to talk to nobody. You know, I, I didn't know. I just, only thing that came out was anger. That was it. It, it just made me so angry because I didn't know how to deal with my emotions. I didn't want to cry. I nothing. I just felt anger, and I got tired of feeling that. I like, I can't. I can't do that. I felt old. I like uh -uh, that's killing me. I I got tired of feeling that. So I eventually just got back into my writing. Right. I actually been writing since I was in like the fifth grade. I've been off and on because that was even forbidden for me growing up. You know. So like as I got older. You know, I think I when I got back in high school, I started writing again. And it wasn't even me expressing myself. I was just writing. Within recent years, that's when I started really putting more emotion, my emotion, expressing myself more. And it feel good. Like, I, And I just made a status today. I said, I feel good walking into my 30s while I can release a lot of stuff. I feel good. Right. But a lot of people can't say that. A lot of men in their 30s, in the same age bracket that you are in right now, can't say that they feel good about mm -hmm. that. Some people can't. Men can't say they feel good about their 20s. And, you know, then you get a woman. Women just got full of emotion naturally. You, just, you know, you can't deal with your own emotion. How you going to deal with hers when she's pregnant or it's that time or anything, you know? So, like, you have to do some work with yourself. You have to heal all what's ever going on inside with those emotions. You go cry, get a bucket and cry. You know, let it out. And you go feel like Goku. You go come back way stronger. I'm for real. When you let that out, you really feel like a super saiyan. Like, oh, like, I feel new, you yeah. know? It's a, it's a weight that has been lifted off of your shoulder. Mm-hmm. And it's, but what people got to understand, especially as men, it's constant work. Constant work. Like, that's why I go for walks 
you know, I spend time alone because you have to take time. You need to reflect, think about your emotion. You cannot, like me, I don't like to be angry. I can't think right. I like to think about what's going on because you go end up saying and doing something you may regret. And I did that a whole right. lot, you know. And sometimes I still do it. And I was like, yeah, I need to go sit down and think. Yeah. <laughs> you know? What you just described is being able to use healthy coping skills. Right. A walk, being alone in order for you to clear your mind and just be able to kind of focus and reflect. Mm -hmm. A lot of us rely on other things to help focus and try to clear our mind. Drinking, drugs, sex, joining a game to do all of that. But no matter how you cut that cake, how you slice it, your mind is not being clear. Yep, and I'll be the one to tell you, none of that works. <laughs> none of that works. Like me, now I tell you, I smoke. I love my weed. I ain't gonna lie, but that do not help me escape right. nothing. <laughs> it don't help me escape nothing. All it do is calm me down even more to really think about it. That's it. It don't help me escape right. nothing. You know, so yeah, healthy coping skills is really right. important because the problem is still there you can smoke all day once that hot wears off here we go again and some people get into that cycle and that's when addiction start to form because yep. they need more to tolerate they need more to cope they need more and they need more and before you know it yep. literally you're depending on whatever that substance is to literally help you get through whatever problem you have, and even sometimes to get through the day, we have to be able, again, to find healthier coping skills, truly process whatever it is that's going on deep inside of us, really resolve that issue so we can move forward right. and have a healthy, successful life. That's true. Because nothing going to come until you do it. I'm, I'm here to tell you, nothing going to come. You're going to miss out on all your blessings right. until you do. Right. And speaking of blessings, what blessings have you missed out on? <laughs> Man, just like being around, watching like some of my brothers and sisters grow up, you know, nieces and nephews, you know what I'm saying? Just going places, job opportunities, you know, money, you know, even when it comes to love, I don't want to deal with no angry dude. You can't be no black dude walking down the street angry because that's even more reason. You're right. Missing out on family, missing out on job opportunities, romantic relationships, and putting yourself actually in jeopardy with the law. Yeah. And then are you doing it making yourself sick? Like all I was doing making myself sick. Cause when I'm like when I'm stressed out or angry or I'm dealing with stuff, I don't I can't eat. I don't wanna talk. Like I'm gone, like it's like I'm I'm right. a ghost, like. You know, like it's bad for yourself, you know, yeah. bad for yourself. Laugh. Yeah. But a lot of people will say, what is there to laugh about? It's so much craziness going on in the world. How can I put a smile on my face? That's that's when it's shut off time. What does that mean? Like what I do for my, myself, I shut off all my social media. I don't even watch TV. I don't even know last time I watched TV, really. I might watch it here and there, maybe some movies, but I don't even watch TV no more. Like, I get out, you know, walk barefoot, walk in the park. If you can't get to the point where you can't crack a laugh, because laughter is healing to the soul. That's a right. reset button. 
sum up. You need you you need to detox. Right. In other words, you said hit that reset button, but you need to be able to find balance in your life and come full circle. And there is nothing wrong with, like you said, just being able to shed it off and just be in tune with yourself. Right. But sometimes that is hard to do because Mm -hmm. a lot of us have a lot of people at our house. We have cousins, a lot of brothers, a lot of sisters. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's hard to just be able to have that peace of mind and be in tune with yourself. People say my second home, but I say my first home, my car. I really don't go in my car to get away, but that's just why I have a peace of mind at. And my grandma even started doing it. Right. So like, yeah, I know it's hard because trust me, I live with many people like, (laughs) so I already know it's hard. And, you know, that's why it's even more important. Right. Household will get chaotic, you know, so that's even more important. You know what I'm saying? You got a car? Go sit in your car for a little bit. That helps. Go for a walk. You got to find something that helps you, you know? You do. Whatever that may be in a healthy way. You have to be able to to release that. Right. I know the phrase, when you know better, you do better. And for a lot of people out there, they do not have an example of what healthy even look like. Yep. That's a big problem, especially in the black community. That's that's a big problem. Yeah. In the black community, you can't you can't be talking because you know why? We want to see. We want to see the turnout. You know, we don't care about all that. So sometimes you just got to be the example. Right. And like with my team, that's what I'm trying to do. You know, not only do it work for me because I'm gaining and learning myself and get my peace of mind, but I'm soaring people that's under me, people that rock for me for real, that really know what's up, you know, family, friends, and some of them are taking the same step, you know, and you can't ask for nothing better than that. I don't, if, I don't care if you copy me. If you happy, I'm cool. You know, and we got to stop that. Everybody want to copy me. Everybody doing the same thing. Well, well okay. Well, everybody, everybody going through something. So that working for them, we got to we gotta let them be happy. We got to start passing down the recipes again. You know what I'm saying? Because we missing out and it's destroying our community. You know, it's just oh, start with your family, close to your friends, some, somebody. Don't be scared to be sharing information because it really do help. Right. Leading by example and sharing information is too. Things I feel is very, very critical. Mm-hmm. And it can be a challenge because yep. not a lot of people want to share information, positive information, helpful information at that. You said passing down recipes. And I actually love that analogy because back in the day when families used to literally pass down recipes, cooking recipes, yeah. it stayed in the family. We can actually take that analogy and turn it into mental health and wealth. Thank you. You took the words right out of my mouth. And you got to think about it. And it only going to get better because each generation go crack another code. Okay, I can improve this this way. This will work for my generation so we can improve this this way. You know, same thing with the recipe. You know, you everybody throw a little extra something in there. Auntie cocoa recipe cornbread, you know, and make it better, you know. So why not? Why we can't do that with wealth? and uh, mental health. Right. And I feel like we can, but we're scared because of the stigma. We're scared because of the unknown. We are scared to be labeled Yep. for someone to judge us. And you know, the biggest problem also, 
What? Our older people got to get out their ways and understand that you can learn something from the young folk and be willing to. We got to stay open minded also because, you know, like they say, take a village because that village learn for one another and you don't get that no more. You can't tell your mama or dad or grandma or grandpa that this is good. No, 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 no. You know, back in my day, you couldn't. <laughs> no, I don't believe that. We don't. Whatever y'all didn't believe in then, I mean, it don't work. Give it a try. It could help. Right. You know what I'm saying? It could really help. Just listen. Be open to it. You know? It then, like, pass down recipes. They don't do nothing with it. That's on them. Exactly. We have to be able to be comfortable with communication. Uh-huh. And we have to be open-minded to various types of communication. It's hard when you are shot down and you can't bring a new idea to the table and say, hey, let's try this. Because some of the individuals that may be in our family are stuck in their ways. But the reason why they're stuck in their ways is because, again, they have been taught one way and they don't know no other way. Right. And they haven't seen no other way. Right. And that's why I am honored that you took the time out to put pen to paper and write your life experiences in a very unique way using poetry to show other young men that it's okay to do this. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be afraid to express how you feel. Yeah. Let me tell you another reason why this really means a lot to do this in a poem form. Because for a man to actually write poetry is considered to be gay. And I've been told this in my face. Like, like man, are you going to say something about my writing? You ain't read nothing. I even wrote. You know, that's another thing. Like, it don't matter whether you write poem or whatever you do. Don't make you a certain type of way. They make you a creative artist. You know what I'm saying? I tell people to write all the time. Some people like, oh, it just ain't, if it ain't for you, it ain't for you. But I could write. And I always have. That was my guilt. Pastime, they call it storyteller. Let people be free and express themselves. As long as it ain't crazy and, you know, they destroying property, let them. Like graffiti, that's some people's way of expressing themselves. You know, I love somebody to do some great graffiti art for me, especially kids. Let them get them kids on the paint on. Get them a wall. Let them express themselves. Get them an old car in the yard. Let them paint on it. Right. You know, it start when you kids. Yeah. Art is a very, very unique platform. Most of the time, when you think of an artist, you think of a rapper, a singer, but that's just one form of that. Mm-hmm. So you have dancers, you have actresses or actors. Painters, all of that is a form of self-expression in a different way. Think about this, though. Emojis are, too, now. You don't even need to write any words no more. You just send a bunch of emojis, and you got a whole conversation. Look at at some of these emojis and the paintings and all that, and go back to way back to our ancestors' time, and look what they were doing. You made a, a valid point with saying that you consider yourself as a storyteller because at one point every culture have a story to tell 
Mm-hmm. And they pass it down from generation to generation. That was always that little old grandpa or that old little man sitting in that chair, all the little kids and telling the story. Or that's how, you know, that's how family secrets get passed down. That's how family history get passed down. Now, unfortunately, we don't do that no more. Right. And I was going to say that that was actually taken from the Black people when slavery came about. The way that the the story has been told to us is that when slaves were taken from their hometown, that most of them didn't speak the same language. So they couldn't communicate. Right. So they had to develop another form of communication, song, spoken word, acting. And so being able to get in tune with who we are is very, very critical. Mm -hmm. And I know that I have said this before, but communication is the key for us to be able to get back into a good rhythm of not being ashamed and not being scared right? to express how we feel, period. Yeah, you definitely right on that one. And, you know, understand, like, everybody has their own way of communicating and be more open. Because, like you said, back then, we all didn't speak the same language. We might be from the same place, but we were different tribes. Everybody have a different way still of communicating. Just be open to, you know, other people's forms of communicating. And it's crazy because uh, my nieces, they really taught me that. You know, they all have their own way of communicating. Right. <laughs> like, really, they have their own way. And they have taught me that, you know, especially as, as girls, you know, they still have their own way of communicating. Right. Even growing up in the same household with either your brothers or sisters or cousins or whoever lived in your household when you were growing up, you guys communicated differently. Mm-hmm. And so I can I can agree with you. That's that's really important because that and that'll solve a lot of problems. Like for real, cause a lot of people you understand, a lot of people don't speak with words. You got sometimes you just gotta be able to communicate with somebody just by looking at them. Right. You know, especially women. You sometimes you just gotta look at them and they might not be no words. All right. You might not wanna talk, but maybe you need a back row, a hug or or whatever. That's a really strong form of communication, even with kids, you know? Exactly. So out of all the poems that you wrote in your book, which one stands out the most and why? The poem called How to Kill a Black Man. I want my fellas to really wake up to that because that's some stuff I really experienced, you know, and and I want y'all to understand, like, in my eye, this is how they killing us as black men. I know that poem not going to be for everybody. I might take a lot of heat behind it, but I'm going to stand behind that because we we need to wake up. And the um the quote that's in the front, it's about laughing. Laughter really helped me a lot. And I feel like that could help a lot of people. Like I said, laughter is that reset button. Laugh to the point where it makes your stomach hurt. Like you think somebody just tickling you. It helps. It's a really like a detox or something. You get to crying. You ain't crying because you sad enough. But all that is just flowing out of you, you know. And it, it feels good. It feels good. Okay. What? positive advice or tips 
would you like to share with some of the men that may be listening to the podcast right now who might be struggling with self-expression? Really try to reach out to a therapist. You know, they got. I learned that they have therapists that you could text. You don't even have to call. I know it's hard to trust people, you know, but try to really find one person you could really, that willing to really just listen to. Because a lot of people say they just need somebody to vent to. You know, write it down or try walking, try something. Try something that's positive. Put an old car in a, in a in your yard, take a slush hammer and take that slush hammer to the car and take that anger out that way. You know, just really try hard to find a positive way to express your, yourself. Let Don't hold that stuff in. Get it out. Get it out. Get it out your mind. Get it out your body, especially for our generation that going into their 30. But that stress is the number one killer, especially in the, in the black community. We have a lot to be stressed about. So, like, do something. Sit out in the sun. Take a nice hot bath. I take morning and night. I take a nice hot soap in the tub. Being there for hours. The water get cold. Turn the hot water back on. Ain't nothing wrong with sucking your feet. We don't take care of our feet. That's relaxing. Suck your feet while you playing 2K. I do. You got to get that stuff off your mind. Get that anger out. Talk about it. Whatever happened to you in the past that been hurting you, you have to get it out. It's going to be uncomfortable to talk about it. You have to. Those uncomfortable talks are the ones that you need to have. Exactly. So listeners, you have heard it directly from Boston's mouth. Things that make you the most uncomfortable. Guys, you need to have conversations about it. So what I want you guys to do is check out my man Boston on Instagram, BossThePoet91. Show my man some love. Go out and purchase his book, Poet Word. He's the real deal, guys. Uh, and I'm free. You know, hit me up on there. Y'all really need some advice or need to talk. I, I'm open to it. Like, I don't, I don't like to have my brothers out there looking crazy. You know what I'm saying? I could offer any type of advice. I'm willing, you know. All right. Thank you so much, Boston, for being a part of Elevated Voices podcast. It was an honor and a pleasure having you on the show. And I thank you and I thank everybody. You're welcome. I know we go elevate, elevate, elevate. Thank you for tuning in to Elevated Voices podcast, where we enjoy using our voice to share information which promotes growth and change. Never feel like you are alone. Join our Elevated Voices podcast community at Elevated Voices underscore on both Instagram and Twitter. Stay tuned to bi-weekly episodes wherever you get your podcast. If there is a topic that you would like me to cover or if you have questions, you can send me an email via my Elevated Voices podcast Facebook page. And remember, don't forget to let your voice be heard.